modifiers to game, which I think we need like a proper picture of uh, of like us with the fire at some point. But I'm I'm working on something like that. So welcome to Frank Reviews, a father son expedition through pop culture. I am Harrison, the son. That's mom, the mother. Dad, you want to introduce yourself? What? Nope, we're just staring at the dog, lost in space. What? All right, so let's start this again. Welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son expedition through pop culture. I am Harrison, the son. Oh. <laughs> I give and, you permission to speak. And I'm I'm the other guy. Right into the microphone. Here. I'm the other guy. You, the other guy. That's, that's Frank. I'm the other guy. Wow. All right. We are maxing that out immediately. Excellent. That's... All right. Maybe back away from the microphone. Just, you know what? <laughs> How's that? We're not professionals. That's no. not obvious at all. Okay. So last week we, like, and I'm still sour about it. I've been thinking about new things that we didn't talk about in the episode. But last week we talked about Last Action Hero. And I gave you a choice of movies within movies to see, and you chose Galaxy Quest. Yes. And what did we think of Galaxy Quest? I liked it. Okay. Any standout moments? It was funny. It was very funny. Monsters were cool. Monsters, they had a couple of good monsters. The the lizard guys, uh, you know, that's routine. Oh, the little babies. No, wait. The lizard guys. The the bad guys. Oh, the, right, yes. The the lizard, the guy with the eye patch. Their with, design with, like, the mechanical uh, uh, tendrils coming out of the tops of their heads. No, 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 no. Not the good monsters. Not the octopus guys. Right, no, the bad <clears throat> ones. But they, the, the, oh, the, right, the, right, the right, bad right. guys had, like, yeah, these like, weird metal tentacle spikes coming out of their skulls. Yeah. That, like... That moved around, that, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool design. Um, I... But, like, just even comparing Last Action Hero to this, I, it's, like, more successful, like, across the board. I think partially because they chose one thing to parody instead of just about a decade's worth of action movies. Right. Well, yeah, it was... You know what I mean? It was like, a parody on Star Trek. Specifically of Star Trek, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, that's... Yeah. that. It, uh, you know, it was... So, it was so obviously Star Trek, but um, I don't know. I didn't. It 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 rolled really well. It, yeah. It it, it, it it also only had like an hour and forty minute runtime. Yeah. Which helps yeah. comedies. <laughs> yeah. Um, none of its actors or production crew, as far as I know, were directly involved with the making of any Star Treks, which is a direct contrast to everything about the Last Action Hero. Uh, yeah, okay, good point. Yep. Yeah. 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 Everything about Galaxy Quest is just bizarre and wonderful in its own way. Like, yeah, did you have it's... a favorite character or um, a, a favorite moment in particular? Uh, uh, oh, that's just not right. <laughs> Fleek, Fleegman. Fleegman. When, when Fleegman Guy wa- Fleegman, wa- watches, who is not named uh, until the end. When he watches uh, Tony Shalhoub and the and the girl uh, alien making out, oh, uh, and then she starts to morph back into her octopus self, uh, <laughs> her, and, her cephalopodian <clears throat> shape, and and 
and Shalhoub rolls his eye backs, his eyes back in in delight. Um, uh, that's just not right. Uh, you can obviously you had to imagine, and uh, uh, I'm not sure if they focused on that anymore. We would have gotten away with a PG or PG thirteen rating. It, it it was PG. I'm pretty sure it was PG thirteen. Yeah, I, think it I gotta would be. Google it again now. I think it would be. It was well, pretty. It was pretty mild. Yeah, I mean there was, there was no language. No, and they even and you might have caught on to this, but Tony Shalhoub's character, he's supposed to be just a straight up stoner the entire time. Like they removed any evidence of any kind of smoking or weed because. As far as I know, any actual depiction of pot in movies gets you an instant R rating. <laughs> but if you look really closely and you know what you're looking at, he's always eating and snacking on something. Okay. Even when they're down on the alien planet trying to get the, the beryllium sphere from the weird uh-huh. alien babies, he's just got like a baggie full of snacks. Okay. Which, where, I, do you, where, <clears throat> where is he just storing that? I didn't pick up on that, but... I'll go with it if that's well, what you say. Okay, so this is my favorite weird detail. You know that bit where um, the rest of the crew gets warped on those little pad things to the spaceship? Yes. They're covered in gel and stuff? Yes. Tony Shalhoub's character arrives late right. to the scene, and when his gel disappears, a lot of weird smoke comes up out of it uh, that okay. wasn't present with any of the okay. other characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The idea being that he was hotboxing okay. his transport. <laughs> well, if if he's supposed to be the, the counterpart of um, Scotty, uh, he, he they didn't really make him a, a Scotty, though. Well, he was yes like, and no. Like, it's not a direct one-to-one right. uh, 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 thing. So, obviously, Tim Allen's character was ripping off or parodying William Shatner, right. obviously. And um, the character that Alan Rickman was playing right. was a knockoff of Spock. Right. But the character... The other, the other characters, they didn't have a... a, a it wasn't a direct one to... Like, it was different points of Star Trek. Okay. So, uh, uh, what was I on about? The, um, the uh, uh, Alan Rickman's character, the actor, was English, and that was making fun of the idea that Patrick Stewart, who is in The Next Generation, is a Shakespearean-trained classic English actor, and he's lowered himself to playing <laughs> this this role on, on science fiction television. And then you get into even weirder, nitty-grittier stuff. Tommy, the, the pilot, right. who was a, a child in the original run of the TV show right. within the movie Galaxy Quest, he's making fun of the character... Uh, Wesley from The Next Generation. Okay. Um, who fans still hate, hate the character of Wesley because he's like this weird child insert thing to try and capture a younger audience. Okay. And the actor has uh, some 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 residual bitterness about that, which okay. uh, is kind of deserved, I the, think. The only Star Wars I'm familiar with is the original. You the, Star Trek, you mean? Oh, Star Trek. Yeah, did I right. say, there did you I go. say the, 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 double, the other one. The W word? The, the Sorry. other one, yeah. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. The, the only Star Trek I'm, I'm familiar with is the original TV series from the 60s. <laughs> it's all up on Netflix now. Next Gen, uh, uh, it's 
especially the original series, are absolutely worth a watch because some episodes are just sublime science fiction writing. Right. And other episodes are like, we need some filler this week. What if yes, the alien exactly. planet they land on? Exactly. All of the aliens are characters from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> and it's just, it's the weirdest. Remember so when funky. we went to the Smithsonian and they had the Star Trek uh, <laughs> set up? And the star, all the Star Trek memorabilia. I, I, that was very, very young for me. But yes, I okay. remember being very excited about seeing Spock's actual ears. And Spock's actual ears. Uh-huh. They look like mm-hmm. dried up old raisins. And oh stuff. God! Uh, yeah. And the you you go on on the main deck and you sit in the captain's chair, mm-hmm. and it was just plywood. Oh yeah, it was all plywood with little Christmas lights. Yep, and. Yep. But on TV, it looked like a billion-dollar oh, yeah. spaceship. Well, um, a couple of years back, I went to the Franklin Institute. They had the traveling exhibit um, of Star Trek throughout the years. Okay. Might have been the same exhibit, it, just okay. passed around and around. <clears throat> but when I went there, they had the set of the, the main deck of the Enterprise from Next Generation. Okay. So the slightly newer updated one. And it's a big honking room because it looks like that in the in the TV show. But you get in there and it's it, everything is very plushly carpeted and the seats think. are like uh, uh, almost have, have like a recliner-like quality. And you're imagining yourself looking out from the captain's chair at the view screen and you realize this is just a living room. <laughs> this is just like the most idealized living room. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, like, well, it's warmly lit. It's comfortable. It's well padded. None of the buttons do anything. They're per- just solid pieces of pa- plastic backlit. Perfect nerd living room. It's I'm not, yeah. But like, the, the, that's all on my lottery list. The original one, I, I, I mean, you and I could go to Home Depot, buy the stuff, and in a weekend, knock out. So what you're saying, if is better Star Trek <laughs> uh, uh, command uh, stations. So than what they I had. what I'm hearing you say is that if this podcast starts to make money, we'll build our own enterprise. We are deck. making a, Okay, we're going to make the actual vehicle that actually flies <laughs> and goes into space. Yes. Okay, so let's make that like a stretch goal. Yes. Let's okay. start with the deck that we okay. can record in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> plywood, here we come. <laughs> so Ply- much plywood. Plywood and gray paint. And and uh, primary colors. Yes. Gray and then red, blue, yellow. And we won't put the Christmas lights away yet. We'll keep them out. That's also a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, like, the, the deck of the Enterprise in the newer movies uh, from 2009, 13, and 16... It looks like the inside of an Apple store, so it's all crisp white plastic okay. and just under lighting and uh, lens flares. I don't think you've seen any of those movies. No, I'm, I may have seen, you know, glimpses, but uh, like I said, I, I watched the original Star Trek. We'll, we'll hit those <clears throat> down the line, I think, or okay. at least two of them. Okay. Uh, cool. Into Darkness is cool. just garbage. Back to the uh, Galaxy Galaxy Quest. Quest. The monsters? You asked me about the monsters? The monsters, the characters, whatever you got. The best monster was the rock monster. <laughs> Where did they come up with an idea of just rocks just loosely assembled I'm, into this monster thing? I'm I'm so sure like this this movie was written 
with so much love for the original Star Trek, like right down to Tim Allen getting his shirt torn off. Oh, right, yeah. And then commenting. Yeah. I have no doubt that they wanted to do that at some point in the history of Star Trek, but it just was not in the budget to even have like a puppet. What, a, a rock monster? A rock so, monster, okay. yeah. It like, was it was just so. Cl- I mean, how would they come up with that? I mean, you would just assume it's going to be some some tangible organic <laughs> creature uh, that comes after you. Instead, it's a pile of rocks. Now, this is actually weird. So, in the uh, I've seen the deleted scenes for this a bunch of times, and we just watched the movie straight. Um, but in the deleted scenes, there's a whole ex- that that entire sequence where uh he's being rescued from the rock monster there's an entire extra like two or three minutes and uh alan rickman's character tries to like use his method acting to get into the head of the rock monster (laughs) and figure out what the monster wants Uh and the idea is that because it's a rock monster it's very sensitive to vibrations in the in, in in the ground so it, it only is able to track down Tim Allen because he keeps running around and screaming. Right. So at the end of the movie, and like I haven't seen this movie like in a while since I've seen the deleted scenes, but in the movie towards the end when, um, oh gosh, when, when the rock monster gets warped into the area with all the bad guys in it and it the rock monster takes out all those guys and then they get launched into space and there's this slow extended shot of like the rock monster just like still in the perfect empty blackness of space and then and i have this moment where i'm like oh there's no vibrations in space he's finally happy and free of and free of people bothering him okay until he like i guess meteorite crashes into another planet Uh, so that that's that's like a weird bit of knowledge and, that I've picked and, up. And why would a, a rock monster just happen to have two arms, two legs, and a head, and a torso? I mean, it just happened to be in in like a, a bilaterally symmetrical human form. You know, it's anyway, interesting, really interesting Are you monster. talking actual science in a Star Trek parody? How dare you, sir? Well, it, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I again it's like uh, um th- this is a fun poll but like in the in the jump from TV show to comic book Buffy the Vampire Slayer which is on my list of things to get you to see if okay. you can get past the first season it's so painfully 1990s but um in the jump from TV show to comic book they deliberately tried to make monsters that they could not do on television which is really just you don't have to try and fit a guy into a rubber suit. Right. So suddenly there's like tentacle monsters and weird giant beasties and they do like a, a kaiju fight in the middle of downtown Tokyo, which you could have done with Michelle Trachtenberg uh, in a rubber against like a, a rubber suit thing, whatever. But I think they were just trying to hold themselves to the aesthetic of Star Trek. Uh, but update it with the the modern technology. A lot of people actually count this as an honorary Star Trek movie. Okay. Because the running joke is every odd-numbered Star Trek movie is garbage. Okay. Like the first one's crap, the third one, etc. But that falls apart unless you count Galaxy Quest as, I want to say it's the, 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 it, it's, it counts as like the, the eighth Star okay. Trek movie, so it puts the other ones back on track. Okay. So, like, the next one, 
Nemesis or whatever is bad. The 2009 one's good. I forget the exact breakdown, but... So th this one is actually a parody that is considered canon by many fans. And and land, uh, landing on the planet, it was a very typical Star Trek scene. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the rocky um, landscape. Shot in, um, and, Monument and, Valley. And, 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 and the old metal... Uh, mining equipment all broken down mm -hmm. uh, and uh, um, the the convenient atmosphere that <laughs> like uh, so that they didn't need helmets and suits yep. and stuff yep you know they just happen to be able to breathe poor uh, poor Sam Rockwell's character Guy Fleegman is there air out there you don't <laughs> know you don't know <laughs> you don't know you don't, don't do that oh maybe oh, okay maybe, maybe you're the plucky comic relief yeah, and actually, it was t Tony Shalhoub that yeah. went out first, and I guess if he was stoned, he'd go, "Yeah, let's just try it." Yeah, out. let's just know? walk out there. Let's, yeah, yeah, it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, good, good, we're I, good. I, I also love the idea that the the movie ends with the new adventures of Galaxy Quest, right. and like it's the updated sets with nicer hair and better costumes, yep. and yeah. And, and bigger um, budget bigger budget I just like the idea of like all those years later that alien species finding the new adventures yep and having to try and justify like well if these are historical documents why is our old engineering friend there with uh, uh, pretending to be someone named Jane Doe <laughs> like how did they explain the concept of we're gonna record this episode today to someone who intrinsically does not understand fiction yeah exactly. yeah that, that's I'd, mm, I keep hoping that they'll that, that they keep saying like they're working on a sequel or a sequel series and that Paul Shear, a uh, comedian that I uh, follow has been is is working on it been waiting for updates on that for like two years fingers crossed lots of good jokes mm -hmm. lots of good funny stuff in it um, lots of good uh, um, character actions and stuff so it was just really entertaining a lot of a lot of fun good i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah it was uh, uh easy easy to go <laughs> nobody got uh, uh seriously killed or anything well yep. a couple people died well bad guy died yeah. so bad guy dies yeah yeah and the entire species with the exception of the ones on uh, the the protector die, but that's all off screen, so we don't have to worry about the th Thermonians or whatever. The, the termites, yeah, the Dalmatians. Okay. Yes, okay, that's right. The Dalmatians. <laughs> the Thermians. Yeah. Thermians, yeah. Thermians, yeah. I can't. So that was fun. <laughs> fun movie. <laughs> good. I feel like we're like, it, oh, we're, we actually watched a good movie this week, so we're done talking about it in, in under twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, do you have? Um, I think next week is Christmas, and we've been talking about doing Detective Pikachu because Molly is going to be home. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's next week's plan. So I wanted to pitch to you. Did you have any movies in mind that you've wanted to watch or show to me and explain to me or something mm -hmm. like that? I'm going to have to think about okay. that. Because I have a pitch that I think you'd be into, uh, which is something that I've not <laughs> seen. Uh how would you be interested in seeing with me uh, the third man? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. That's okay. If we're probably going, one that if you've we're seen, going, yeah. going away from sci-fi, yeah. I was <laughs> I was thinking are things like um, um, things like Caddyshack are they uh, in the running or is that literally anything? 
It's, it's, <laughs> okay. I honest to God, I I have no real care as to what movie we watch. Okay. Okay. I just like the idea of like you know it's fun father bond uh, son bonding time. Oh, no. Boy, I hope the mic picked up. I'm gonna do that again just in case the mic didn't pick it up. 19, 1980? Caddyshack. Caddyshack is a 1980 movie directed by wow. Harold Ramis, starring Bill Murray, Rodney Dangerfield, and Chevy Chase. Yeah, okay, so 1980. I, I love the way my phone says Harold Ramis. Ramis. Um, uh, yeah, I don't see why not. We can certainly pick apart, like, the jokes that do not hold up. Uh, oh, well, uh, if, you want, if, you want to, if you want to look at something like that, then Blazing Saddles. Oh, God. <laughs> I... <laughs> well, we'll have to bleep out two thirds of the entire movie plus yeah. interview. <clears throat> oh God! This is stri- oh, God. strictly for what historical is- purposes, okay. ladies so, and gentlemen. So one of my absolute favorite things about uh, uh, the other one, Blazing Saddles, and it has almost nothing to do with the movie itself, but the TV edit of Blazing Saddles is one of the funniest things you'll ever see, but you have to have seen and have, like, a knowledge of the movie to begin with, because obviously none of the uh, uh, the racial slurs make okay. the cut. But then the scene with the beans around the campfire... Yes. That's dead silent. <laughs> dead silent. So, like, obviously you understand why the racial slurs are cut out, which is, you know, it's... The whole point of using the word is to mock the people using the word. And blah, blah, blah. Right. But right, then right. you've just got this extended shot of cowboys eating beans around the campfire, leaning over, and no sound <laughs> happening. You, Nothing. You, you have to supply your own. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, but you have to have seen the movie so to, it's, to begin it's with. It's funny without the sound it's, and with the sound. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. it's truly one okay. of those bizarre moments. Okay. But yeah, good. no, literally any movie that we can sit down as like a father-son team and discuss. Okay. I like I made a joke like we were having like a serious discussion about something months ago and we had to do it while standing in a very messy basement because we're men and we have to <laughs> shelter our feelings from the world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if this is the way we get to bond over Movies, good or bad, okay. I don't care. Let's just—I'll okay. show you Suicide Squad. Oh my God, I'll show you a Miyazaki film. Have you ever seen a Miyazaki film? Uh, probably not, because I have no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so it's a Japanese uh, animator, uh, okay. Hayao Miyazaki, um, and he's made some of the most sublime movies you'll ever see. But they're animated, and they're from Japan, and they have very different mythologies and and, they, and yep. a value system they than, than America. You've got to like tune your brain to the right wavelength okay. to get get to it. But okay. it's it's I was thinking about this today. East There's, versus West. Yeah, pretty much. But like Spirited Away won the uh best animated feature in two thousand two and it's just a stunning movie. And I'd love to see just your reaction okay. to some of this stuff. Cool. Yeah. So yeah percolate on whatever movies you want to do uh next week is detective pikachu with special guest my sister i'm Mm -hmm. I'm 80 percent sure i've told her about this and she's said yes so uh, we might be shanghaiing her the girl from down south yeah okay she's coming home for christmas so yes uh any any uh this is oh i should probably do actual credits 
I haven't been crediting people properly. And we so, won't get sued. Uh, yeah, so we uh, don't get don't sued. Don't sue us because you won't get anything. <laughs> what money? So, uh, this has been Frank Reviews. I've been Harrison Lickner. This has been, uh, uh, with me is Frank Lickner. Uh, our theme song is by Sean Monahan. Uh, it's actually a song that he wrote for me. Uh, years ago as a Christmas present. Nice. Uh, and you can find his music on SoundCloud. Our incidental music is by Chill Out Records on YouTube, who are very nice to make their music available for free without copyright. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, H-D-L-I-C-H-T-N-E-R. Uh, on Facebook, we're under Muscle Nerd Studios. That's just kind of my catch-all platform. I think that's everything. Dad, did you have a sign-off for this week? Uh, Go out and make something out of your life. Good. All right.